Stand by for a start. Behind the gates. They're locked away now. Down to the last couple. With Sky's stable stars. The excitement really starting to build. On Sky Sports Radio. Well, welcome back to the show. Welcome back to some public holiday New Year's Day racing all around the place. Hopefully, been able to sort of work out what you'd like to do today. And as far as having a bet, if you haven't, here's your chance to join the conversation with Luke and Mitch. And of course, that text line again, you're well aware of it by now. Get involved. Any questions or thoughts on the day's races? And to be fair, on New Year's Day, any questions and thoughts on anything? We'll do our best to uh, discuss them and, and work our way through them. There's a couple of texts there already that I'm, I'm keen to pose to the guys and get glean their thoughts. And trust me, they're a far cry from racing. 0419-767-272. 0419-767-272. Luke Marlow. Good morning again, mate. What's happening? Morning, Hainsey. Morning, Mitchie, when he joins us. And good morning, listeners. Um, I can give you an update on my condition. I've kicked. Um, good when on we did you. Our, when we did our Canterbury preview earlier, I was just off the bridle, but I've just been down to Clove Valley Bay, jumped in, oh. and I'm feeling uh, I'm feeling really good now, Rich. Um, beautiful day is it outside. Tied up? Mate, uh, is it what, sorry? Is it high tide down there? What's it doing? No, low tide. So... Oh. Yeah, you've got to you've got to launch yourself out a few meters to uh, avoid uh, peril um, of the the rocky below. But um, yeah, plenty of people down there this morning enjoying it. Uh, it's a cracking day in Sydney. Get out and about, everyone. See the groper down there at all, Luke? Did you see Haven't him? seen him for a while. Oh, man. Haven't seen him for a while, but uh, a few parrot fish. He's not. He's not a myth, is he? I've seen him down there. He is there, yeah. the big fella. No, he's not an. Like, he's not a myth. He's. Um, He's one of the locals, one of the locals. Um, yeah, I haven't seen him myself, but um, my, my missus has. She's seen the big groper down there in uh, Clove Valley Bay. I've seen him. He just sort of right out there in the middle around the rocks. He minds his own business, and he's very impressive. Yeah, uh, and we're not talking about Dave groper. Stanley. We're actually talking about a fish. <laughs> yes, a, a, a real live aquatic animal. <laughs> yeah. That's right. No, you'd be worried if we saw Dave Stanley poking around down there. At um, at the bottom there at Clove Valley, yeah, good sp- good day to be at the beach. But one man, I don't know if he's found time for the beach this morning, but he'll be getting out to Canterbury this afternoon. Don't know how many meetings he has left in uh, in Sydney. I speak of Mitch Manners. Mitch, a happy New Year to you, my man. Yeah, happy New Year to you, Richard, to Luke, and and all the listeners. I'm saving up all my beach time for the Gold Coast, so uh, <laughs> you won't see me over the next couple of weeks in Sydney. Okay. Uh, well, we have. Um, have My some Sydney questions. Tan, to... Not really well worth going anywhere near the beach at the moment, to be honest. <laughs> and you'll have Sydney all the time Girth in the world. Yeah. <laughs> you'll have all the time in the world when you uh, when you get up uh, up to the beautiful Gold Coast. Now, um, the the tab team a little slow off the mark. Well, not a little slow off the mark. They 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 simply weren't aware we were doing a behind the gates multi until I told them we were going to at around nine o'clock this morning. But um, we'll reveal these horses in a little while. It'll go live, that bet, on the Tab app at a quarter to 11. So um, before we um, get stuck into the races, just a couple of... I haven't really looked at the text line until about now, if I'm, if I'm being honest, guys. Um, off the top, Luke and Mitch, you might have a comment here. And it's uh, Pope Benedict the sixteenth died at the age of 95 overnight. Oh. That's from Wayne. Were you up on that news, guys? I wasn't. I wasn't. Um, so... Good innings, 95, I've got to say. If I could get good to age, that, I'd, I'd take that. I'd, uh, oh. I'd definitely take that if I could get to 95, Ainsy. So, 
passed away in a, in a monastery nice and quietly. So there you go. That's, uh, that's one text. Uh, morning, boys. Any reason for Pretty Wild's shocker yesterday? Grant from Newey. Yes, I'm speaking out of my pocket. Um, the, the stewards report for Pretty Wild was like a war and peace novel. It was lengthy. Um, I think just just slow to recover ultimately there, but there was a bit more to it than that. Did you guys have any any thought on her run yesterday at all? What do you think, really. Mitchy? I, I mean, she, uh, I, she yeah, she jumped to the front, looked to have a chance. I thought, yeah, just on face value, she looked disappointing, but it may have been a a second up syndrome type sort of run. Um, sort of found the found the lead. For, uh, for that sort of race, found the lead quite comfortably by the looks of it uh, off first glance without sort of going through all the sectionals. And Edna was happy to park off and just didn't really fire yesterday. So um, maybe just second up. I, I think, um, you know, uh, Chris, Chris is too good. She'll either bounce back or if there's a, a major issue there, she'll probably be in the paddock. But um, I think you'd, uh, you'd forgive her for, for one poor run because she's been so consistent prior and guys she was 42 days between runs so she may have had a slight little hiccup uh in, in the lead i think up jason to said he, he didn't really want to leave but she was just left there and uh, yeah uh, so yeah like like you said luke 42 days from a first up run to a second up run i think benefit of the doubt and um she'll probably go back to the trials now as chris likes to do if they do put in an ordinary one and wouldn't surprise me she bounces back next up. Yep, agree. Just uh, going through some other texts here. Uh, Dave O from U Minor. It's back on the text again this morning. Um, there's a Dave O from U Minor that sometimes um, is part of this segment. I don't know if it's the same one. Richie, can you ask Marlowe to differentiate his tips from the yard and not just say, I really like every horse? I don't know if that's the Dave O from U Minor that I know, but. Um, Anyway, we'll see what happens there. I'll, I'll try and have an opinion for you today, uh, David. <laughs> but I've got to say, great part of the world. Um, during COVID, um, I actually lived up there for two weeks in your minor. Um, spent a bit of time on the Central Coast. And uh, I've got to say, David, you live in a lovely, lovely part of the world. Great area. If it's the David I'm thinking of, he could have uh, he, he spent that much time texting into the show yesterday. He could have actually been on the show. Oh, um, the great man. Anyway. Yeah, good. It, it, may, it may well be. Um, there's a rugby league question here. Richard, ask the boys who finishes higher, Broncos or, Bull, or Bulldogs this season, up the Broncos. Cheers, Chris. Well, how long do we have? Hey, um, Mitch, do you want to state your case for the Bulldogs off the top here while you get the chance? Um, surely, surely we're close to a top eight side this year with the way that uh, they've, they've uh, recruited players this year. We've got a good hooker. Got a pretty like one of the better Ford packs in the comp. If they all fire, um, Burton will be a, a year older. He's had some experience playing for for the Kangaroos as well, and that that combination with the Fox. The number seven's my sort of slight slight worry. I'd um, you know I hope uh, Gus is sort of perhaps investing in a halfback down the track, but um, I'd I'd be disappointed if we're not somewhere near the eight. What do you reckon, Luke? Ditto. Um, I, yeah. I think um, I think Brisbane should have a good year. I like this Reese Walsh. Um, he, he lost his way a little bit when he went to 
New Zealand. But I think he's a talented young player, and I think we could certainly use his speed on the edges. Um, I think he could be quite dangerous for us. Um, yeah, I think we'll have a good year, but I don't want to get overconfident. Uh, still a young side that um, they can stub their toe. They just didn't find the line at all uh, at the end of last season. But I'm going in optimistic. Um, I think they'll have a good year, boys. I'm going what in about with your manly? manly I'm going in with gu- uh, guarded. Yeah. <laughs> Into 2023. The no, mighty have, have an opinion. Have an opinion. If I'm going to have an opinion in the yard today, you got to have an opinion about your seagulls. Not, they... not, not an ideal start with Turbo. Let's be, let's be honest. That's, that's no. not ideal. And it wasn't the Corso this year, was it? I think it was just, <laughs> a bit of, uh, just a bit of training in general. One of the greats slipped over in the I, bath. That was the best. I want, I want to give Seabold a chance. I want to give Anthony Seabold a chance. I really do. I, anyway, I, yeah, I, yeah. If we can uh, sneak into the top eight, I'd uh, be pretty delighted with that. I think would be... Probably the assessment there. Anyway, um, question there about how to find the uh, the behind the gates multi. You just jump onto your tab app if you haven't downloaded the, downloaded the tab app by now. You're not trying. We, it's uh, not so new anymore. It's been up and going. You just go down the front page there and you'll see all the different novelties. You can have a bit in politics, motorsports, bit of snooker there, and you'll get to today's offers. Jump on today's offers and the racing offers are there. It should be up there. Um, uh, in those racing offers at a quarter to ten, uh, quarter to eleven this morning. Uh, so that's uh, how to find the app. Uh, someone's tipping us a promising stayer at Tarapa today. Race eight, number seven, uh, Dionysus at four dollars twenty. Hear a lot more about that horse. So thank you. Race eight, number seven, at Tarapa in New Zealand. Um, it was my dig for the punters club yesterday, and the kettle cost me yesterday. Oh, well, yeah. to that texter, the kettle also cost the behind-the-gates multi, and Darren Flindell has been unheard of since then. Well, yeah, that's just, just a standard Sunday, though, yeah. for Darren at <laughs> half past ten. Like, let's Good point. Good point. <laughs> that's fair commentary. Yeah, I thought he was, was just going to sweep home. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Helping restock the kegs this morning. Yeah. I thought he was just going to. I thought that was going to sweep down the outside. He was flat. Flat as a biscuit. Quite do that. Uh, I think that track was maybe a touch leaderish late in the day too, guys. Until I saw Cuban Royale come from last in the last, and and then I'm thinking, well, I can't say anything. Bar Kettle Hill was disappointing. Um, I expected far more. And um, look, I'm not necessarily dropping off. I think he's, you know, he was second up a 400 days second run in Australia. So I think he can bounce back. But yeah, he left me flat, Rich. A text here from uh, JD from Mossman. I know Ray Thomas is not on, but can you tell him he let the side down today? Only six run-of-the-race stuffs through the preview. Yesterday he had 11. <laughs> <laughs> Our texts are tough there, aren't they? Ray, oh. if you're listening, we need, we need a bit more uh, uh, run-of-the-race stuff. Let's find some winners, guys. Let's get stuck into the program here. I'll, I'll give you a market for race one. We may as well start at the top here, and we get going today, Canterbury, with the Ned Australian Whiskey Plate. Oh, three-year-old maiden set weights over the 1,900 metres. Number two, Fudai, uh, a $3 chance here. Number 10, Mr. Plume is there at $4. Uh, Duma Tab, number six, at four sixty. Number five, Tycoon Charger, a $7 chance. And then Rangatiki, at uh, at seven dollars fifty, I might start with you, Mitch. How are you seeing the first at Canterbury this afternoon? A twenty past three start. Yeah, it's one of the tougher races of the day. Uh, I, I think you either take a pun on the 
super chilled uh, maiden at Canterbury over the fifteen uh, fifty on the on the sixteenth of December, or you take a line through the nineteen hundred meter maiden um, the week before, which was won by El Bravo and Mr. Plume ran second. He, um, I thought he went good that night, Mr. Plume. I think Nashville sued him. Um, it, it's a it's a very winnable race for any anything in that field. Um, but yeah, I just thought he he's suggested that there's, um, he's on the improve uh, as he's getting a bit more racing. He's a son of preferment, so you know 1900s just about in his wheelhouse. He may want further now off that um, that 1900 meter run that he's already had. But um, I thought uh, he'd look you know somewhat the winner at some stage. Food Eyes are an excellent chance as well, and. Um, Juma put in a much better run last time around uh, when it placed second at Newcastle. And, um, gee, it's been some go, that thing of uh, uh, Gerald Ryan and Sterling's in the 1,900-metre race. Um, so if the Grabini form line's any good, well, we'll find out early in the day. Mm. I, I'm keen to have a look at it in the yard today, this Juma, because they've spaced her runs 29 days between... Um, and she was 21 days between last start. I'm just wondering if she's a mare that's a bit lean and mean and and, and sort of needs that uh, spacing between runs. That being said, uh, I thought it did do some early work last start, but they went 10 lengths below benchmark in front, and, and, and she led. So I was sort of thinking, even though she did a little bit early, I was, I was against her, and I've left her out of my top four. But yeah, I was food eye. $3, I think, is is short enough now but looks its race i think um bit now been crying for the 1900 sixth best last 200 of the day last start was finishing strongly the pace didn't suit you think they'll run along a bit more here mitch because these horses are just coming out of walking races all of them it's just no yeah that's speed. The, i think that's the the slight knock on the race um yeah that's um something has to go forward and and it, it might be an advantage to to try and uh, take that role up because um you know you might be able to set your own tempo here and and you could prove hard to run down um i i, I just thought with nash on from a from a good gate that mr plume's going to lob sort of probably in the first three or four and get a, a good run and food i should be there as well but um i i put that down as probably the hardest race of the day. Nothing really would surprise me and I wouldn't really rush out and back anything in the race either. Okay. Uh, let's get is on the race. Of, uh, is that enough of an opinion for the listeners? Or? Yeah, you're having a, half that's a crack. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> Something okay. will win it. Something will win, oh, yeah. That's even worse. <laughs> um, let's go to race eight. Steve from Parramatta with a question here. Uh, regards race eight. Go down the board here. This is, um, and we do sort of tend to bounce around the races depending on how questions come through, but race eight here is the Tab Handicap, 7.30 finish for a benchmark 72 over the 1,200 metres. Number three, he's a hot shot, is a $3.60 fixed odds favourite here. Number eight, Ringmaster, uh, kicks off here at $5 for Valor. He's also resuming at five fifty. Cheerful legend, uh, a seven dollar fifty chance. Walk and talk and can't knock his form. He's there at eight dollars fifty, and then lease 
is a $9.50 chance. He's a hot shot, a 360 favourite. Steve from Parramatta says, very keen on Ringmaster. Always had some time for him. Is anyone with me here in the last? Yeah, I've definitely got him in the tips. Definitely. That was a hidden trial. Uh, his most recent one there at Randwick behind King of Sparta. He was bolting in behind them. And I feel that if he was able to get clear running, he would have shown a turn of foot. Fresh 1,200 off 85 days. I can definitely see him in the finish, Mitch. Yes, I agree. He's, um, it's been a while since he's found a, a proper dry track as well. I think you have to go back as far back as the JJ Atkins when he was beaten two lengths, less than two lengths behind She's a Bolter up in Queensland. Um, and that's, you're, you're spot on. I watched that trial again this morning. That was a sneaky trial and there's already form come out of it. And he, even his trial at Canterbury, when he ran third uh, behind uh, Shalailed and um, Four Vela was, was a nice bit of work because they had the rail out something like 14 metres that day and it was, it was um, horses sort of circling out wide on the track were um, sort of disadvantaged up the home straight. So his, his trials have been excellent. The dry track, the claim is... Um, the more that I looked at that trial, the more I wanted to sort of... Uh, half put him on top but I just thought he's a hot shot got a chance to win that last race today from a from a claim with the with Dylan Gibbons's claim and a, a good barrier draw he's sort of there to dictate the race and from a from a multi point of view which we'll get to a bit later on I, I couldn't see him missing that top sort of three four mark but um, if there's money for ringmaster I think you'd you'd be more than happy to follow in because uh, that that's the two trials are suggested he's, he's ready to go fresh Mm. Who are you tipping, Luke? Here, oh, I'm tipping for Valor, but I, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm I'm excited. And by the way, on Ringmaster, a bit of cash has arrived um, already today. I see someone took the six dollars uh, just before nine o'clock. So there, there's an opinion around there today that he, he's set to run well. And Zach Lloyd is a positive. But on my selection, I I think he'll probably race outside the lead, which is a slight negative um, for mine, particularly around Canterbury. But He's just tough. He's tough for Vella, and I've liked that trial where he he won at Hawkesbury beating Vranelli. Well, Vranelli, we know, is a Saturday Metropolitan Standard horse, and he'd won on a Saturday at Rose Hill beating Rainbow Connection prior to that. For Vella looked to trial better than him, to my eye. So I think he goes forward. If he's a hot shot, happened to be half slow away, and he crossed him, gee, it'd be hard to catch. Um, he's a tough horse. I think he's of a Saturday Metropolitan Standard, so... In a race like this, I can see Four Valor running boldly. Um, but I even gave Capistel some hope outside of the market here mm. fresh. If they really want to hum up front, um, and I think they will run along at nice speed, I can see Capistel running on. But Four Valor for me, boys, I don't think he fully came up last preparation, and I think he's back off his trials. I think well, if you give Ringmaster some hope, you could, you could make a case for Capistel off that same trial. That's at, right. Uh, at yeah. Randwick. But there wasn't a great deal between them over the line. And just uh, already, there's, as I said, there's been some form out of the trial. So it might be a strong heat, that. And um, it's um, it's not a bad race to last, actually. Competitive. Flick your text in for the guys here. 0419 If you're out and about and you want to... Uh, firing a question uh, about today's races or anything to the guys here. Zero four one nine seven six seven two seven two. Text here, Richard. If you had fifty dollars on all your behind the gates multis in twenty twenty two, 
would you have won for the year? Well, I'd have to go back over that. I know we had a, a period there where I think we landed, miraculously landed four or five on the trot. Um, but I'd have to go back there and uh, have a bit of a look. We didn't have a, a good run, but as I, as I always say, Luke, and as a, you'll be able to attest with the Punders panel multi, when it looks easy, it's usually not. <laughs> so, well, I'm actually, something, something curtails you. I'm actually glad you brought this up because I've, I've got to admit, you know I like you two blokes, but I've been feeling a little bit unsettled uh, the last 20, 20 minutes or so. I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm swimming outside the flags. You know I'm a racing HQ multi-man, and now I'm, I've jumped over to the behind the gates. So am I being a little bit disloyal to my mob, or are we just all a happy family? Because there has been some rivalry, Richard. You have thrown a few barbs in our direction, uh, so too Davidson and the like, and particularly Hurley. So there has been, you know, that origin-type feel to this, and now I am, I'm a traitor of sorts, aren't I? Mitch, will you allow me? <laughs> um, I, I do. I, not being on the on the Friday show, I do think the Saturday boys, in our defence, we do have to take the some second selections. We, we're not allowed to cross over, so. <laughs> We get first I will say, uh, on, 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 that, on that topic, Mitch, I will say, and I have a few points to make on this. When it comes to the behind the gates multi, I, I think it's, I think it's uh, with both multis, it's a bit track dependent. It's a bit tough on the Friday guys if it's a wet track because they have to sort of um and ah and sort through what might be the wet trackers. You wake up Saturday morning and three of the four have been scratched. Whereas it's a good track, yeah, I think your horses are more likely to hang around and the Friday multi will continue. Because sometimes, Luke, your Friday multi, unfortunately, mm. and, and it is track conditions at times and other things, you're sort of gone before you start it. And, and that's where Saturday might have a little bit of an advantage that we're probably always going to have one. Oh, I think we've got it much harder. Uh, on the Friday, I mean, I think you blokes just follow the market, don't you? When you come up with your thoughts, you get the final makeup of the field. You've you've seen what the the smarties have backed. Hurls just follows the smart money. I mean, we're just doing our best off our own form. Let, and let, you let me have got let a me sweet go, Luke. Luke that was very say, neutral from Luke. you too, Richard. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> was, I haven't was, started. Was, Mitch, <laughs> I haven't started yet. I have yet to start. Well, you, you let Luke, a you, Switzerland you, answer. I'll just I, stay in I, the middle. <laughs> I'm a long way from finished here, Luke. <laughs> let me well, say this. On. Let me say. You always when it have comes a to the say, when it comes but... to the behind the gates multi, and it's look, it's lovely to have you on the show today. I don't want you to feel like you're swimming out, outside the flags and that kind of. I want you to feel comfortable in I've your space over the next half an hour. But I will say something. <laughs> We're used to winning, mate. Yeah. We're used to winning. We're winners at the behind the gates, so, Maldi. So I've always been... played it very straight back with the punters panel. I've always been very nice and very... It's more Davo that has a crack at you, yeah, and that's fine. And Davo from you, minor. Um, but all I'll say is, welcome today. It's lovely to have you. Um, but don't stop. And hopefully, and hopefully you'll, <laughs> you'll taste that winning feeling that we're sort of, you know, we know a bit about. Well, uh, you know, I'm like... Um... You know, the NRL player who, who says he was loyal to one mob and he gets the big contract and goes elsewhere, um, he's still going to put in for that new side. And, and I'm no different. I am a Queenslander after all, Rich. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my absolute best for the Behind the Gates multi and I want our listeners to have a fill-up today and I want us to all be a happy family, mate. So let's make it happen. 
you got there in the end, didn't you? You got there in the end, you yeah. see. This is what I'm getting. And I want us to be a happy family. And I don't know that <laughs> there's no big contract coming your way swapping no. from this panel to this panel as well. There's no, There are no contracts. I'll just give you the, the tip right there. Well, can, just uh, a little sweetener with a bit of lunch today or something. Yeah. A couple of sandwiches. What, at Canterbury or... today? I wonder what Brett Devine's got for us on a public holiday. I'm tipping Anything. not a lot. As a market, <laughs> yeah, there's a, Tom? Yeah, there's a couple, hey, Mitchie, there's a couple of pies in the warmer today. We're doing well. Dumpling. <laughs> something. Um, D- did you yeah, say I'm, dumplings? I'm working... Dumplings. That'll do me. <laughs> Are the food markets on? That's a good Oof. question. I hope so. If anyone from the Turf Club's listening, let, let us know, would you please? Because, well, the listeners and those attending the races would like to know as well. I would Absolutely. I'm, I'm tipping there'll be a big queue at uh, Canterbury Road McDonald's if there isn't. <laughs> You're not wrong. Oh, I've just had a text from Glenn Munsey. And he's, uh, he's, actually, he, he's actually incorrect in what he texts um, here. No surprise to see Marlow tip I am me for the multi. No, I haven't. On chance. Well, you have. Oh, you have yeah, it. In your de- hey, you're on the team here, Luke, and I'm. Def- I'll de- if you're on the team, I'll defend you to the hilt. Yeah, actually, I, I might convert. Munsey's meant to be on my camp as part of part of the HQ, and he's mm. he's having a go, is he? So, well, I might just defect. Yeah. I, you just well. you just wait, Muns. You know, you know, it's just you. You think they're solid sometimes, don't you? You think and then, you know a bloke, and there he is, stabbing they, me in the they, back. They go and do that. Zero four one nine seven six seven two seven two. That's zero four one nine seven six seven two seven two. Sounds like a, a Demtel ad um, trader. <laughs> says Glenn Munsey. Glenn's listening. That's good. Good on you, Glenn. Can't wait for him to critique me at the races today. That'll be fun. Uh, hi guys, I've been away for a long time due to COVID, and happy to be back on the sun. Yeah, just text that in, but uh, welcome back. Welcome back. Nice to have you. Race 7 at Canterbury this afternoon. Um, in fact, I'll tell you what, before we go to race 7, the Behind the Gates multi is about to open. Uh, so let's go and let our uh, listeners know if they want to be involved here. Oh, after Joe Pride's comments yesterday, I don't know, but I think he's hard to beat. I'm, I'm with race 2, number 8, Charlatan, to, uh, to get the job done yep. and, and, and break, at the very least break through, but... He's a top four. I mean, top four. If you can't run top four, I don't know, Joe. Race four, number one, Willinger free four for you, Luke. That's right. Um, I like this horse. He's unbeaten. Um, I can see him running boldly third up. So keen on him for my leg. Uh, I am me. Race six, number three, for the public vote in a landslide. And uh, Mitch, you're happy to be late in the piece. You're the anchor leg here. Race eight, number three. He's a hot shot. And I believe he's one of, if not your best on the day. Yeah, I just thought uh, for the multi purposes, the way that he's going this prep with the good gate, he'll. Um, I think he'll he'll run top four, and I was sort of pleased to see that it was that field of. I think we've ended up with a field of nine there, so we can play in that that last race each way. But um, no pressure on Charlatan. No. Oh no! What a yeah. What, I mean, what a start. I think he. I think he runs top four. Doesn't <laughs> he'll be right. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. He's just got a on him and on that map. Uh, blinkers on. I don't think Nash will be mucking around. I think he'll be riding him positively out of the gates. He won't want to be hoping for luck to slot in because it is an awkward draw for him. I think he'll be on his bike early in search of maybe outside lead or something like that. Well, let's let's have a focus on this race while we are here. This is the Drinkwise Plate. It's race number two, um, and he's currently a two dollar ten favourite. I reckon that's acceptable for a horse of his quality. Number 10, Toronomica. Richard and Will looked upset here at 550. 
number four, good once for Johnny Steinmetz at $6. Hollywood Hero. Real yard watch. Um, I like the way uh, Bjorn spoke about this horse this morning. $9 chance. They paid a bit of money for him in New Zealand at a ready-to-run sale. So I'm tipping it. He's a, he's a ripping physical in the yard. I, uh, IQ there resumes $10. But um, Gents, Charlatan, $2.10. About right. Too short. Uh, what are we thinking? On face value, probably. Pro, uh, on face value, probably looked like he had his chance at uh, Canterbury a couple of weeks ago. Um, he may have run into a smart one of uh, of Team Hawks's. The way that that horse just sort of picked up and accelerated. And, and I, I think you're right, Rich. Whether you're playing the multi or or, or whatever with Charlatan is that um, uh, it's a maiden that um, you can find a. a, a Few of his rivals that you put the pen through that you just on paper you think they can't win it. So um, I think from the from the punters' multi point of view, it, you'd be shocked if he doesn't run top four. But the, the I guess the question is, you know, is um, is he going to win the race? And, and I, I, I still think even off last run, I think that's good enough form. Would you agree, Luke? It's just that it, it, yeah. I, I think you're right. The blinkers and the the first hundred to two hundred meters could uh, could be the the key part to that race. If he slides across and parks outside lead, or when Nash might even just try and find the front on him and take bad luck out of the equation. But if he gets posted three deep and he's working, he he could be in trouble. Well, I think if they try to um, if they aim for midfield or back, I think he's a massive chance of being three wide. Um, but Nash is not going to get cute here, I don't think. It's a, it's, it's a, ca- it's a case of guys, Nash, saying, come on, mate, you're a racehorse. Let's yeah, go and do this. Yeah, he's going to get up him, I think. You're right. I think he, I think Nash is going to, to do a Nash, and he's uh, he's going to put Charlatan into the race. He'll, he'll ride him strongly into the straight, and I think we'll get a really good guide if he's got that desire. I didn't have a problem with his desire last start. I thought he tried hard. He was just beaten by... As Mitch said, possibly a smart one. But um, he, he's got to do it now. He's eight starts into a career. Second run as a gelding. We need to see him put one on the board. I think he definitely can. But I'm going to side with Toronomica. I actually really liked that return at Newcastle. He was slow out of the gates. And he really had to work hard to get inside the lead. And the leader in that race, well, it got run over by the ambulance. Um, ran a long last, and he was still there fighting out the finish. I thought it was a brave third, and he was down on the inside in the straight, which was inferior ground. So I think he maps perfectly. He'll bounce. He'll probably be 1-1. He might even have Charlatan's back if he crosses outside the lead. And I think he'll run a bold race at, what is he, 5.50, I think, each way. He won't miss a slot. Uh, that uh, the bet for the behind the gates multi um, three dollars fifty the tab have given us there three dollars fifty it's a fifty dollar max bet and if you're on the tab app you just scroll down through all the different things American football you go past darts any darts questions get him into the guys or esports I know uh, Mitch loves his esports politics and you get right down to today's offers. And there you click on today's offers and under racing is the behind the gates multi. Guys, we're live. Away we go. And I think the $3.50 could be quite appealing. A $50 max bet. You might, who knows, you, you might just pay for a bit of lunch on News Day, guys. What do we say? Give us strength. I'm confident. I agree. I'm with you. Now, just uh, 
another more comments coming through here on the text line, and we, we thank them for it. Rob's done the maths there on the Behind the Gates Multi. I've kept records from the 13th of the 8th to New Year's Eve. Good on you, Rob. First 10 weeks were six collects. The next 11 weeks, two collects and one refund. So strong enough start and tailed off. So thanks for collating all that, um, Rob. Um, that um, that was happy to be back at the Sunshine Coast, said um, that person before. Do you still broadcast the late mail? If so, what time? Uh, you've just missed it there. We had uh, Damien Courtney come on for the Sunshine Coast at around about 10 to 10. So that, um, that preview has come and gone. Rich, give Luke a nice welcome to first grade this morning, joining the Behind the Gates team. I think yeah, we've given you a, a very warm welcome this morning. Yeah, I Luke. think so. I'll accept um, what you've dished up, Hainsey. I think it's been... Yeah, there was a little bit of intent, though, I felt that, hey, welcome, but you've got to perform also. Um, I've just got that feeling. So um, I'll be nervous when my leg comes around if Charlatan's won or run top four. There's no doubt. I'll so be, we'll be terrified nervous. when Charlton goes around. <laughs> How's Manners going to be feeling last leg as the anchor if we're, if we're alive? <laughs> he's a hot shot. Yeah, well, could, could, could be two leg. emotions there if there's no food. I'll be hungry and nervous. <laughs> Yes. Let's, um, let's go and look at race three today. Three-year-old fillies, Petaluma plate, maiden set weights, three-year-old fillies. Those scrambled eggs have uh, gone. Sort of, I don't know where they've gone. Getting a bit peckish again here. Number 10, Moonlight Grace, 370. 13, Rocketeer Girl, 380. Leandra, $5. Number six, Ashani, $6. Infinitive. A six dollar fifty chance carrying last nine fifty guys. Um, I'd like to know your thoughts and a take. I like this Vincetta. She's thirteen dollars today. I don't know if she wins the race. It'd be it'd be lovely if you like her, but I don't know. Um, do you guys have you know your moonlight graces and rocketeer girls? Should, should they be around that three seventy three eighty quote, Luke? What do you what do you think about these girls? Mm. Well, on your Philly um, there, Vincetta. I had a slight question mark over the backing distance. She resumed there at thirteen hundred. Um, and now she's back to the 12, but she does get a, a better draw. She's got barrier one. Um, she had three at Warwick Farm, but there were a few that kicked up inside her, and she went back to last. I think she can ride the rail here. She finished off in the 23rd best last 200 of the meeting, so sound figures at the end of 1,300, but I want to bear in mind there were a few 1,100 metre races on the day. You'd expect those horses to be running home quicker, so it was a nice return to racing. I think she definitely fits in here. She's in my top four most definitely. My selection, uh, however, is number 10, Moonlight Grace. I just thought that was a brave run at Gosford. Um, I know it wasn't a super strong race, but she was slowly away. She had barrier 12. She had to work. She was three wide, punching the breeze the whole way. And around Gosford, it's, you're just in hell when you're three wide, particularly without cover there. She was nabbed on the post. Looks to get a better run today, and she's super fit, Mitch. I, I think she'll run well, but it's a race where, I mean, I gave my top four previewing the meeting earlier, and then Ray Thomas, um, he tipped a completely different horse. So there's a few angles, aren't there? Yeah, the the, the horses sort of coming out of the Metro Maidens have gone okay, but nothing outstanding. Your, your likes of Infinitive, who raced sort of in restricted room, uh, when she ran fourth on debut, and that was the uh, Cardone-Charlatan race. 
So, you know, if Charlatan comes out and wins the second, I think you can mark up Infinitive. Rocketeer Girl comes out of the High Dubai race, who just went straight to the front and, and, and ran them sort of pretty much right into the ground. High Dubai was very well backed on Wednesday in the Gosford Guineas and could only manage eighth, but that was a strong race. So I'm, I'm not totally discounting that form. Um she she certainly went okay. I thought Rocketeer Girl, but um, yeah, I, uh, Moonlight Race at three dollars fifty. I thought was sort of rock bottom odds off Provincial. I, I thought that the last start. I agree with you, Luke. The last start was a cracker. I'm just a little wary about the run prior when second. I'm not sure about the format of that race, but it's it's a bit like the first race. Nothing really would surprise, but I, I don't really want to give too much of a push either because I, I've. I found the race quite tricky. Ashani's got a hope. And um, given it's going to get a, a good run on the rails and, and, and the fence could be pretty good early on, Rich, Vincetta's certainly not hopeless at 15, 16 to 1. All right, we'll see. So, yeah, she goes, yeah, it's, uh, it's one of those races for the girls. Let's go to the feature race of the day here. This is the uh, Kia Canterbury Sprint listed race, 1,100 metres, and we see I am me, dollar sixty-five. Tab number three, I am me, dollar sixty-five. Dragonstone is there now at seven dollars. Space Boy seven dollars. Rangers ten dollars. Vangelix, a very good mare at twelve dollars. Then out to Snippy Fox. Um, Paul from Milton sends a question. I think it's a pretty valid question. Um, I like I am me today. But surely this is a different pressure altogether this afternoon. Mm. Yeah, but space boy is is the pressure, isn't it, from the inside? Mm. Um, you know, I, I don't think Gary Portelli's going to give up the rails that easily with space boy. Um, only takes something to kick up in the middle, and I and me might have to do a little bit of work through that first two hundred meters to lob outside lead. Um, uh, I, unless Luke, do you, could you see I am me crossing space, boy? I, I couldn't. No, I agree. I think he'll hold the lead. But Tommy, he he will he'll come out with intent. I, I know what he'll be thinking um, and how he rides um, when he when he's on a favourite like this. He, he won't be mucking around trying to think about slotting in. He'll just be riding it like the best horse. He won't care if he has to burn a little bit of gas to get outside space, boy. He'll just keep pressing forward and. I think it's as simple as she's just too good. I really do. Whether you want to take a dollar sixty-five uh, would be a personal preference, but um, she's got high cruising speed here. I think she'll bust Space Boy coming up to the home turn, and then it's just a case of can Dragonstone give her three, four lengths and and run over the top. I doubt it. I think she'll be off and gone. I think she's high class. I think she's a Group One sprinter of the future. Is my opinion. I think she's a very, very good mare, Mitch. Yeah, and and it, she she tackles. A few of these that have uh, first up or have got um, you know better races to come, like Rangers. He's he's second up. He's headed towards the Gold Coast for a, a Magic Million syndication race, so he'll probably improve again off today. Um, Dragonstone's fairly deep into a preparation now, and not much has gone right. But as Luke said, it's going to be spotting I and Me a healthy start again, and. Snippy Fox probably will improve off the run, although her trials have been good. Whether uh, she's fought enough that 
Jay Ford and Joe Pride opt to give her a squeeze early and try and get a drag across with IME and hope to lob sort of third, fourth just off them. Um, but off off times and the way that she's going at the moment, it 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 looks her race to just go and sit outside of Space Boy and Tommy to give her a squeeze at the top of the straight. And if she runs up to her figures at Ramwick last time around, she'll be too slick for them. Yeah. Do you guys yeah. agree that she's the best horse in the race? Uh, yeah, look, I suppose without being detrimental to others, I think she's the one that's probably sort of on the up. I think Dragonstone's an established, nice listed grade sprinter. I think Space Boy is pretty well exposed. Rangers, I like Rangers for a minor placing. He's a tough nut and he'll be good here second up. I think she's probably, she's the one with the, the upside. Like I look at, like, you know, I sort of don't want to harp on Vangelic too much. I know she's just won the two from 23 and her best form was a little while ago. And But if, if Gay and Adrian can get her anywhere near right, mm. she runs a race today. She's pretty classy. Big uh, plus for her, Rich, is dry tracks. Um, she can handle rain-affected tracks, but it's been a long time since she's been on on um, dry surfaces where her two wins are actually on, on good good tracks. She went through that preparation uh, last time in where she started uh, uh, missing the kick and if they can get her back jumping well again, she you know, she's a hundred and three benchmark raider, so she's she's sort of well in a race like this with fifty seven and a half. Um yeah, she could easily run top three or four and it wouldn't surprise she you know, she she runs sixth and a queen of the turf and Third in Emancipation, she was four lengths off them in a Coolmore Classic. Um, you know, third to Forbidden Love in a, a Guy Walter. So she's she's good on a day. She is. She di- she didn't come up last prep. She wasn't no. with us. Um, she's reset, trialling well. Her last two preparations, she resumed at fourteen and thirteen hundred. So I'm just thinking twelve hundred here against these Speed Demons. She's probably going to be outsped and 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 look to run on late. I, I think it'll be a nice starting point, but. I can't see a matching I am me for sheer speed. And the reason I asked the question about do you believe I am me is the best horse is the if the answer is yes, well, when the best horse is down near the minimum, 54, Rangers have got to give her four kilos, that's when you're talking about nearly a good thing. Um, and she's mat positive. She'll be in the front few horses. So she ticks every, every box. Um, and the wide barrier means she'll be out of trouble. So... I think it's just as simple as her turning up in the same form as last start, and she wins the feature today. And let's hope I think you just hope that on. Yeah, hope uh, Kira Mar and David Eustace uh, have a better start to 2023 than their uh, day yesterday. Uh, yeah. I think they had what five favourites inside of six to four, and maybe only one of them won. Yeah, uh, they had a they had a disaster at. Uh, at Moody Valley and then Kettle Hill obviously got rolled as well. So wasn't their day yesterday, but uh, they can they can quickly hit back today. All right, boys. Well, look the uh, the questions on the text line have dried up, and that's fine. People might be out and about doing other things. Uh, Luke, I'll see you trackside in a little while. We have Richard Callender, of course, with the form, and you'll give us your thoughts form wise and out of the yard as well. But Luke, for the listeners. You let them know your, your best and value for Canterbury Twilighters today, please. Can certainly do that, uh, Hainsey. I, I think the... I'll give you the best two. I think race four, number one, Wellinga Freefall, is uh, is worth a play today. And I'm keen on race five, 
Uh, number 13, Grabini. My best long shot today is in race four. Um, I, I know I'm tipping Willinga Freefall as my best, one of my best bets, but I just think if you're purely talking about what is value today, Star Mission number 12 has to be some value because it's coming out of the same race as Samana, which is 350. There was only a length or so between them, and, and this is $34. So, although yes, I'm keen on Willinga Freefall there, I, I'd encourage our listeners to maybe take a an exacta trifecta, um, or even have a small saver bet because um, if you're asking me what is value on today's program, I think Star Mission has to be some some sort of value. It seems ridiculous odds. I'm not sure if it's still 30s, but uh, it does seem overs to me. Uh, Mitch, I'll uh, settle upon he's a hot shot. I think uh, that just looks his race third up, uh, fourth up today. He's been knocking on the door this prep, the, the cheeky claim for Dylan Gibbons, and he's going to map perfectly from barrier three to breakthrough Canterbury, sort of 1,272 levels about his go, and I, I thought he could um, knock over another race. And a bit of value, I, I think um, you're right, Luke. Grabini, awfully hard to beat. Mm. You want to play one each way. Dragon Dream dropped back to a mile last start. Uh, at Wyong and ran a, a solid race behind Lady Super Spy, albeit it was just a provincial 64, but this is only a 64 in town as well. Back up to 1,900 metres. Um, I could see it running a, a drum at $17, I think it is, with um, Jenny Duggan's claim. So that's uh, just one to, to sort of play around the each way, like, what, maybe one by three if, if uh, Grabini did get rolled, but um, that's my two today. Good on you guys. Looks like that uh, that offer there with the tab, the behind the gates multi has closed. They might have given it a bit of a, a 15 minute window there by the look of things. I just uh, have gone back onto the tab app. So it looks like it's closed. So uh, for those that got on and, and had a bit of a crack today, good luck to you. Uh, Luke, thank you for joining us on the behind the gates multi and you're welcome on the show anytime. My genuine pleasure, Rich. Um, I'll see you boys out there a little bit later at Canterbury. Looking forward to the day. Good man, and uh, Mitch, we'll we'll catch up with you. Hopefully, a few a few food stores out there, and uh, we'll uh, we'll catch up out there for sure. Good as gold. If not, uh, you'll um, just shoot through your order when I'm through uh, at Macca's. It'll be coming. Don't worry. Thank you, guys. Uh, Luke Muller and Mitch Manners. We'll let them go. We'll let them get ready for the races. They are racing at Canterbury this afternoon. Richard Callender joining the coverage as well for New Year's Day Racing 2023.